three, two, one, zero, zero, and liftoff. This is Nuclear Knowledge. Production of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies. Aloha and welcome to another exciting episode of the Nuclear Knowledge, a weekly show by the National Institute for Deterrence Studies, where we are advancing peace, promoting stability, and helping you to think deterrence. I'm your host, Curtis McGiffin. I'm the Vice President for Education here at NIDS, as well as a co founder. And today's show is about the three approaches to deterrence. The lesson presented here is my own. Deterrence, according to me, your humble host, is the condition made or maintained by the deliberate expression of a credible threat designed to shape the perceptions of an adversary through fear of consequence or failure. Now, I know that's a big, maybe overly detailed definition. But I think to add a little more fidelity to that definition, I would say deterrence is an effect or consequence of deliberately applied and often varied approaches designed to create or sustain a peaceful end state. There are three different approaches to deterrence that can be implemented alone or in combination. These three approaches are deterrence by punishment, deterrence by denial, and deterrence by delegitimization. Knowing the approaches of deterrence is the first step to designing an effective deterrence strategy for a given situation or adversary. I'll briefly explain each one of these approaches. Deterrence by punishment is an approach that aims to discourage an adversary from taking specific actions by threatening a severe and destructive response. This response must be costly enough to outweigh any potential gains the adversary might expect. Essentially, deterrence by punishment is based on the principle of second strike retribution, whereby the threat is held back. This approach requires a great deal of credibility because the adversary must believe in the threat and perceive and fear that you have the capability and capacity to inflict such intolerable damage. The next is deterrence by denial. This is an approach aimed at preventing the enemy from achieving their goals by hindering their ability to do so. This can be achieved either through defensive capability or resilience. However, it requires a significant amount of capability. Deterrence by denial can be divided into two concepts, one offensive in nature and the other defensive in nature. The first is nuclear counterforce activity, also known as a preemptive or first strike, which involves launching an attack first to destroy the enemy's weapons before they can be used against you. This denies the adversary potential success. The second concept is non-nuclear and involves using various materials and methods to make it harder for the enemy to achieve their goals. This includes measures such as ballistic missile defense, forward deployed conventional forces, air defense and anti-submarine warfare, 
antivirus software, locks on doors, and any product or process that ensures enduring and reconstituting services or forces after a successful attack upon you by the adversary. The goal here is to convince the adversary that any attack would be futile and thus not worthy of initiation. If you've ever removed your shoes in a TSA line at the airport, you have participated in an act of deterrence by denial, a way of preventing a potential shoe bomber from coming on board an airplane. The third one is deterrence by delegitimization. This is an approach to deterrence that aims to discourage an opponent by threatening to diminish their geopolitical prestige and legitimacy, or by reducing or cutting off their access to markets. It requires a great deal of authority, which typically belongs to superpower nation-states, such as the United States, or states with prominent histories and economies, like China, the United Kingdom, and France. It also involves consequential associations, such as the United Nations, the World Trade Organization, and NATO. The goal of deterrence by delegitimization is to use world opinion, religious or moral pressure, access to markets and capital, or the risk to reputation on the world stage to encourage good behavior and promote international stability. After all, who wants to be an international pariah? Unlike the previous approaches to deterrence, this is less about the withheld threat and more about the risk of escalating dissent by the international community commensurate to the behavior observed. However, it is important to note that deterrence by delegitimization has not been as successful as other approaches to deterrence such as deterrence by punishment or deterrence by denial. Attempts to use deterrence by delegitimization to curb the nuclear programs of North Korea and Iran have not been fruitful. In essence, there are three approaches to deterrence. Deterrence by punishment, deterrence by denial, and deterrence by delegitimization. Deterrence by punishment is achieved by imposing costs, mainly through the hard power threat of nuclear retaliation. Deterrence by denial, on the other hand, is achieved by creating defensive approaches to prevent an adversary from achieving their goals. And lastly, deterrence by delegitimization is achieved by deploying soft power tactics, such as non-military threats and actions, to encourage restraint by the adversary. Countries like the United States typically employ all three of these approaches to deterrence simultaneously, often integrating their actions and attributes across the various government branches and national security strategies. Thank you for listening to today's Nuclear Knowledge Show. I hope you learned something new and valuable about the concepts of deterrence, and in this case, the approaches to deterrence. Nuclear Knowledge is a production of NIDS a 501c3 organization, dependent upon donations to provide this podcast. Every donation helps keep this and many other deterrence-related activities happening and helps us bring about awareness of the peacekeeping value of U.S. strength and our national deterrence. This podcast is produced weekly, and each episode is released on Monday.
I invite you to check out our other podcast, The Nuclear View. And you can listen to all of our podcasts at thinkdeterrence.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Special thanks to our producer, Miss Kimberly Charrington, and our sponsors for making this podcast possible. Stay tuned next week for another informative nuclear knowledge. A production of the National Institute for Deterrence Studies.